There she is. There she is. Recording in progress. Hi, Kate. Hi, Sam. How you doing? What, are we recording Fix the World now? We're recording Fix the World. Should we say hello to the listeners as well? Yes, yes. Hello, listeners. Hi, listeners. <laughs> Back Welcome on Zoom. Fix the World. We've been relegated to Zoom again, and it feels weird, then it, to be back on this thing yeah. that got us through the last two years, because it's... Like the heavy how... days of furlough. Oh, again. those wonderful... That wonderful those summer wonderful of 2020. Alcohol-filled days. When I may not have worked, but my liver did. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. You forget how crap Zoom is, actually, because we all got used to using it and going... Oh, it's actually all right in it, Zoom. It's kind of almost like being there, but it's actually not, is it? It's actually it, was just... so, it was sort of good if if you're one of them people who go, oh, I don't like your picture getting taken on. I don't like anyone visioing me because it just made you lose your inhibitions in the end and go, mm. oh, no, you know what? Everyone looks like dog shit on Zoom. So yeah. it's all good. I look but better the reason on... that we're both on Zoom is because well, <laughs> I know I look like dog shit at the moment. So, so let's just tell people what this is. It's Fix the World podcast and, and uh, we're two comedians, Sam Avery and Katie Tracy, and we attempt to make the world slightly better every week by just That's what we're trying to do. chatting through the problems in the world. But we've got we're problems talk, of our own. Talk, we talk through issues. That's it. We've got a lot of issues. We've got a lot of our own issues this week. Yeah, uh, we've had, so we have, Jesus. We're on Zoom. So if you, if you normally watch us on YouTube, you won't be able to this week. But we've both got the camera off. Because I think neither yeah. of us are feeling very uh, sexy. Yeah, week. sorry for your lost pivot, but you can't see us this week. <laughs> no, you'll have to rely on your complex series of mirrors as yeah. the old days. Or your imaginations. Oh, I mean, imaginations. There's no, there's no watershed on them. Is it? You can do what you want. No. So let's so um, let's paint a picture of what, what, what they would see if they could see <laughs> us in real life. Uh, well, go on. Do you want to go first? Well, I've just got back from holiday. I, I've got a cold sore on my lip because of the sun. I have also got an eye infection created by makeup remover that I bought while I was away. So I've got one eye closed over. I look like Herbert Lom, who was Inspector Clouseau's boss on the Pink Panther <laughs> movies. I've got my hair snatched up like way netter because I'm trying not to wash it too much because it was dried so much by the sun. So it's all in all. I am just waiting for my call from the Victoria's Secret catalogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't want to hold you too long because, you know, we're going to clog up the line. Well, exactly. I know, yeah. The 0898 numbers don't pay for themselves. <laughs> what was the makeup you got then? Was it snide? No, everybody, right? Take it from me. Do not buy Garnier. Laboratoire Garnier, by the way. Laboratoire Garnier Micellar Water. Uh, I don't know what the fuck is in it, but I feel like my eyes are just being <laughs> dipped in bleach. Did you buy off some fella at the side of the beach? No, the lucky, lucky men. The lucky, yeah. lucky men would never dare to sell such poor quality produce. <laughs> I got it in an actual, you know, when you go on Aldi and they have them big, lovely, nice smelling shops that sell all duty free and nice perfumes. Oh, uh, yeah. Havianas and all that. So it looked like a legit establishment. And I went in. Obviously, like in my car, because the Amuva garments with my frizzier, thinking because the boat waterproof mascara that I could not get off, I would have needed a hammer and chisel. <laughs> and then I found this, and it was only one euro fifteen. I was like, God, that's cheaper one of these shops because it was like, you know, it was dear because it sold all the And I was like, Well, I'm just going to get it. And I got it, and it does work. But in the, the byproducts of removing your eye makeup, 
is the fact that you will start to lose your sight almost immediately. <laughs> well, you got to take these risks, haven't you? Every bargain's yeah. got a catch. So. Oh, and also to fucking put the icing on the cake, I've got to isolate because I'm having an operation on Wednesday on my knee. Because I'm an elderly lady with joint issues now. Yeah, I think we should start a kind of sister podcast where we just talk about our ailments. Although I, yeah. that, actually, that actually is about 40% of yeah. this podcast, isn't it? Welcome so... to What Hurts Today with <laughs> That's not a bad name, actually. We should uh, probably trademark that URL. What Hurts Today. Yeah, what hurts today. But then can you imagine the, 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 the ne'er-do-wells that would log into that thinking it was something sexual? <laughs> well, well, maybe today, we could baby. corner that market as well. We could have yeah, a little secret not? side door. Listen, sex sells. This is what we've learned. Sex sells, and uh, people will buy it. Yeah. It's just it sells everything. I mean, the you use pay sex for it in you pay for it in sweat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> sweat and hard work. Yeah. Uh, well, fear not, fear not, listeners, because turning your mind operation to sports injury, if you must know. Um, and I'll be back up and running within a week or so. So. And what sport was it that you were participating in when you you uh, injured? It was, was called it? it was called shopping in the Aldi, which is an extreme sport, which should be it on the is. telly. I don't know if anybody else does that, but I wear gym gear to go to the Aldi because you need to. You've got to. I also enjoyed. I've just been to Aldi by the way, and I just I did enjoy the way, especially peak pandemic, we were all told to keep two feet away from each other. The staff and Aldi continue to dry hump here as they were trying to put the, the peppers out. You know, they just, they just yeah. Got no, I mean, got no regard for the safety. If you're agoraphobic, don't go to the Aldi. No, you've got but, a fear of. I know that's a fear of open spaces, isn't it? Yeah, no. If you're agoraphobic, do go to the Aldi because it's just like being inside a cupboard. Yeah, I think the Middle Island Aldi's been normalised far too much now because I walked down it before yeah. and I just glanced up and I saw random things and I, I didn't even sort of take on board what they were, but they were so out of place. But it just nah, feels it's like an, it's that, an easy target for people it in is. our profession. It's too easy, it's too easy, and it's actually quite fun to walk down, even though it's. I mean, and occasionally I do find myself stopping and just picking up. I found like a pair of shoes actually. They'd be like, you know, there's like white Converse ones. Mm. And I picked one up and I thought, what size is this? And I realised it was a pencil case. <laughs> 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 so, bought, bought two of them, size 11. I saw in the, a pair of Crocs in the pattern of the Brazilian flag. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, random. I like that when there's like an international tournament coming up. I suppose the World Cup's coming up this year, isn't there? So, yeah. get some of them in. Wear them and around the house. If you, sat, if you sat in the crowd in Qatar, no one's filming your feet. No, the only film true. the fifth, the only film the fifth fans are the ones who cry. Can you show your face in Qatar? It doesn't oh, have to cover up. That'll, that'll ruin think, that well, moment. I think, um, I think probably the women of Qatar can't, but anybody else to, to say free for all. Just free for all. Just but get them out. Yeah. That would ruin the, the moment that we see in these sporting com- competitions where you'd have, you know, someone's like almost about to cry on the big screen, but then they realize on the big screen and the mood changes. If the face is covered up, it'll all be body language, won't it? We'll all become experts in reading the, the shape of someone's shoulders. I know I'm a masochist or a, sad- a sadist, I think, is probably the best description. Because, you know, like when you watch at the end of the season when you have the playoffs and the team doesn't get through and the camera always pans in on like a little kid who's crying and I always go. <laughs> 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 I've done that with... Because it, was, it was pretty traumatic when uh, we didn't beat Madrid. In the Champions League final after all the hoo-ha, but 
but such is life. I'm not going to sit there crying about it. So when other people do cry, I, I get a lot of schadenfreude from that. Can, can I tell you just quickly about um, a, a, a Liverpool fan who was crying at the end of the match? So, so basically, I'm an Everton <laughs> fan, as people know. So I took no joy in Liverpool lose, and I really wasn't bothered either way. But I went to watch it at a friend's house, and my friend's son, I think he's eight or nine, big Liverpool fan, lovely lads, watching the game. And at the end, he's crying. And I just, I'd, I'd had about eight cans of lager, but I just said to him, oh, don't worry, mate. It gets easier watching your team lose in finals. And I was trying to help. I wasn't trying to, you know, as an Everton <laughs> fan, I've seen my team losing loads of finals, uh, although not many finals for a while. But it, his response was, he just went, has your team ever even been on one? Like that. <laughs> and I was like, all right, mate, just trying to help. Just trying to help. <laughs> yeah, that'll teach you, Sam. Yeah. I should have just gone, ah, in his face yeah. instead. But, that's uh, what you do when, 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 when Sam was little. And sometimes I'd play my games on, on the, like the PlayStation and whatever. Or if we play board games, I'd never let him win. No. I'd always, if I won, he knew I won. And I'd be doing like a lap of honour around the house. And he'd just be like, this is not fair. I've like, got to learn to lose. <laughs> Singing Vindaloo around the kitchen. <laughs> ba, ba, da, yeah. ba, ba. Slapping myself on my belly, running around <laughs> the house. Your t-shirt over your head. <laughs> Get in there. So, well, speaking um, of... Sam, why, why, don't, why don't you want to be televised? Well, I mean, that links into just uh, what you just mentioned there about not letting your kids beat you. So I, I've just been away on holiday. We've been to Butlins for a week in Skegness, where mm. it's our fourth time there now. And I'll be honest, the first time we went, this is what, about 2018, we went with the kids. And we were like, oh, it's not going to be that nice, is it? I'm sure the kids will enjoy it. And we absolutely had a ball. It was amazing. So it's been every year since. But I'm back from a week at Butlins. And as you can imagine, my diet hasn't been particularly tip top has it just um, been a week of beige food it's been beige it's been brown it's been ice cream that's I mean, what the holiday season is all about beige yeah, food and beige drinks yeah exactly but I've been been eating beige rennies I'm up to about 12 a day <laughs> so <laughs> I took we drove on the way home today we drove past this big massive uh truck of Gaviscon and I was I said to my wife I said I just want to ram into that and just eat the contents <laughs> absolutely dying here so I'm I'm on a big uh, yeah trying to get healthy again today but that yeah so we've been just playing like arcade games and uh, air hockey with the kids yeah. and I take no prisoners I'm just like slamming that puck at them and just making sure they know the same thing they, they can learn? Beat, it's, yeah. a, it's a cruel hard world out there and if you're there going oh no I'll let you win everything then what what does that fix? Oh, that doesn't, doesn't fix, fix anything. Nothing. False sense of security. You've got to fix know that your kids' the... mental mental strength by beating their ass. Yeah, at and games, we, not we are available for private don't advocate psychiatry sessions as well, aren't yeah. we? we? We have a fix the world couch you can come and lie <laughs> on, and we will. Yeah, uh... and we can. Uh, <laughs> you can tell us your problems, and we all sit there and <laughs> smug, smug comments it, all the way. At your expense. But we. Uh, so we had a week in Butland, Skegness. So we're in the chalet. And before you go, you book all your shows, what you want to go and watch. And the, all the shows are free. Once you pay to go in, you've just got to book it, you know, a place to get in. So some yeah. of the stuff we saw was great. I mean, it really was great. Basil Brush we saw. Boom, boom. Oh, my God. He was amazing. And my kids had never heard of him. But they went in, like, open-minded. And they, they're seven. They, they, 
to them, it was like watching Richard Pryor in 1968 or something. It was like mind blown. They couldn't believe this puppet was saying the things he was saying. They were just uh, laughing their heads off. They, were they animatronics nowadays? Basil Brush looks like he's been found under somebody's couch yeah. from like the 60s, but he's still like. What put me off Basil Brush it was the other day I was listening to the radio and the, the news came on about him. The Jubilee, which I am anti-establishment. I want to, I want to ask you thoughts on that in a minute. And they actually interviewed Basil Brush on the radio, like he was a real person <laughs> outside the palace, and he was going, "Yes, well, I wasn't happy because Ed Sheeran met her first, and then he made this like bit of a little tiny blue comment, and I was like, why I Basil? Means <laughs> because you're on greatest hits radio news. Like, calm the fuck down, lad." <laughs> I wonder if he's getting interviewed on the radio, if he's, he's still puppets up, or whether you can just because you just do the fella's voice, can't you? Fix <laughs> just the mouth. man doing the Basil Brush's oh, voice. That would ruin the imagine seeing footage of that. I want to see that. Um, that needs to be televised for me. <laughs> just, just someone pretending to a serious journalist that they are Basil Brush doing the voice. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, so, sorry, that. I've forgotten the puppet. Can I just do it uh, for my face today? <laughs> Some, some even... unassuming middle-aged man just getting rah, boom boom <laughs> oh god someone sectioned this picture. <laughs> but he was great and then we went to see this uh this group called the roller boys which sound like a strip quartet don't they but it was actually mm-hmm. they were on britain's got talent and and we went in thinking oh it's going to be like you know doing stunts and stuff they're all on roller skates and ultimately yes. what it was was it was it was a bog standard singing group who now and again skated around in a circle. That was it. Well, we, any any of us can do that. Well, uh, well, have got roller um, boots, as you uh, know. You've got roller boots. I want roller boots. Neither of us can sing. We, I mean, we could do that. Did they so, not even like fling someone in the air and catch them like diversity does just for just for laughs? No, and I, I I often wonder what that kid who diversity used to throw around is doing now. See the been... size of them now. They couldn't do it with them now. <laughs> he must have issues. Why are you throwing me? Yeah. Where'd well, you go was... from when, when people go, oh, see him over there? He used, he used to be the kid's diversity through about, look at him. Oh, poor bastard, he's nobody now. Look and at he's him now. Yeah, painting white lines on the roads or something. <laughs> I, I used I used to be someone. I used to be going places. I mean, he mainly. He was a lobby, the 10 foot in the air. Look at me now. <laughs> Can't even throw a party now. But at least he was part of something, something special. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very disappointing. This ro- Roller Boys group, though. So we we left after like two songs. We were like, that that's crap. Mm. That's rubbish. But uh, yeah, it, it was good week. It was it was really good. I'm, I'm glad. We I went. think what's good when your kids are that age is that when you take them to like entertainment nights, they don't care what the entertainment is. They just like the idea of going to do something of a night that like adults would normally do. Definitely. One time we were in Menorca and one of the one of the excursions. Um, so this resort that we went to, I was single at the time. So I just took some, but it was it was like a special because you always used to get like extra charge if there wasn't two adults in the room. And this holiday company did like these specials. So there was me and a load of other like single parents, and we all like were hanging around together. We would not have been friends in any other week of life. We would not have spoken to we were so different. But they took us to this, they took us to this nightclub in Menorca called Pedro's and Pedro was like a Spanish pop star back in the like the 70s and 80s and he had one number one hit and then he's like retired now and he's got this like club is somewhere in Menorca and they have this night where all the adults all sit together and just get fed paella and ale and get smashed and all the kids sit together 
and all the kids are all sat there like watching flamenco dancing like it's the most amazing thing they've ever said and i'm thinking if i took you somewhere in liverpool and there was a flamenco dancer you'd be like oh this is boring <laughs> so we were all there and sam's not like he hasn't got a musical bone in his body and i'm sat there and someone come over and went to you sam's mum and i went yeah and she went oh yeah he's just won the disco dancing competition <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You meet my Sam. You sure it's my Sam? And you come over like proud as punch. You just won a disco dancing competition. I was like, disco dancing. Wow. I love it when they have to specify it's disco dancing. It's not dancing. It's disco dancing. I look, I look at Very it now. And you could have been. You could have been diversity. You could have been all of them. <laughs> you could have been the kid they threw around. You could have been thrown across the stage in front of the Queen. You missed that boat. You know what I like. That Butland still calls the room chalets, like it's some yeah. Swiss health spa retreat in the mountains, fresh air and muesli, yeah. yeah. and like people dressed in, in starched white uniforms, and yeah. you get them in a chalet. But you think you're going to open the, the curtains? <laughs> open the curtains to see, you know, this beautiful vista of these sweeping, snow-swept yeah. mountains with like a hot tub and maybe like a a waiter about to give you the breakfast and you just no. I mean we were, we were right opposite no, the bins. No, no Swiss chalet has a brown toilet brush and net <laughs> on the windows <laughs> yeah it's proper it's proper like it does take you back to like the 50s and the 60s and, please and the, welcome to my chalet 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 and and the walls uh, are so thin we can hear next door having a piss <laughs> <laughs> someone was murdered in that one <laughs> sure happens hey do you know though like Ske- Skegness is on the east coast, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's like the southeast coast, Lincolnshire. Yeah, I think it's kind of like yeah. Grimsby way, isn't it? See, I always Skegness is such a like a northern word. It does. It sounds like Loch Ness. It sounds like how there's something Scottish or something like in North Yorkshire going yeah. Skegness. It doesn't yeah. sound like a holiday resort. It sounds like somewhere where you go to. Do orienteering, maybe it does. You do your Duke of Edinburgh there, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, Agnes. Why is there Duke of Edinburgh in there, Butland? Uh, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the categories are in Duke of Edinburgh, but you could do like uh, beige food quantity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had about three Burger Kings while I was there, so I reckon people who do the Duke of Edinburgh were just badly horses in school, though. I never did it, I never got offered it, offered it either. We did Duke of Edinburgh style things, but nobody was like, do you want a Duke of Edinburgh? I don't want a Duke of Edinburgh award. Where's that yeah. going to get me? That's it. You put it in your record of achievements, wouldn't you? Don't did speak you ill of the dead, but the man was a dangerous driver <laughs> and, a, and a serial philanderer. Why do I want an award in his name? And a, and a pretty blatant racist, I think, by well, all accounts. Exactly. Yeah. One it, time we went to, we used to go to this place in Wales with school. It was like a, a house in like the Welsh Hills. And we do all stuff like that, like canoeing and orienteering and stuff. And then one day in the week, they take us to Butlins in Pathali for like a day out in like normal Wales with what we used to. So this day, me and my mates, hired, you know them, you see them bikes before people. It's like a cart. Oh, they're bossed. And we were on one ride and we were just being dickheads like, pegging it around Butlins like people were diving out the way and this like that steward Butlins steward like rose up to his like king of the mountains on a dead thin racer and he had all like Butlins garb on and he was like pull over to like, pull over pull over so he pulled over and he was like listen you need to slow down and we went what and he went you need to slow down and we went hang on and we pretended to wind the window down <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so was he like a Butlin security guard, like on a bike? He was like a, he was like Highway Patrol. That's what it sounds like. Highway Patrol Butlins yeah. would he be an amazing TV show. Yeah, he, that was his job. Oh, imagine like what a brilliant like um like gentle drama that would be. Well, or, or like a police camera action style thing where it's like a docudrama. <laughs> It's like they've been called to Shelley yeah. 34 where somebody has broken a plate. Yeah. <laughs> These people had cider and nearly ended up in the boating lake <laughs> after the break. <laughs> a couple of pensioners have smuggled their own sandwiches into the bingo. <laughs> That'd be uh, entertaining, a lot more entertaining than what's on. Um, but because we were at Butlins, we were, we were completely uh, isolated, surprisingly, from the Jubilee um, because we were. I mean, the only thing I saw, I think there was a couple of mentions on like the disco um, and then the big Space Invaders game on one of the holding pages on the menu screen. It just randomly, it said Space Invaders, one pound ago, and then it go, the Jubilee, wishing the Queen all the best or something. And then it just go back to Space Invaders. It was the weird... ultimate tribute. It, oh, oh it's, it's what you would have wanted. It, it, a little, yeah. little like buzzer rang in Buckingham Palace. Everyone played, every time someone played that Space Invaders game. Maybe. A little bell, little yeah. bell rang. They're playing for me in Skegness, Philip. <laughs> but uh, did you, I mean, obviously your your thoughts on the Royals and the institution of the Royals are very well documented on this podcast, but yeah, did, did you uh, partake in any Jubilee celebrations last week? None. None? None. There was, no, there was no street parties up my... Oh, no, I'll tell you what. So where I live, there's like a small, like... Like a little, a little tiny park, but it's like you know where I live. You know what I mean. That little park that's like yeah. sort of opposite ours, and uh, all the little local kids like play on it and whatever. So one, we've got we have like the the residents association by ours, and it's like project. They get loads of money off the lottery, and well, not loads, but they got some. So this year for the jubilee, they had all bounty castle. They call it the Oxo, and the reason it's called the Oxo is because it's two circles of grass. And then there's like grass on either side, and then the path that crosses like an X across it. Ah. So everyone always calls it the Oxo. And then when I first moved down there, some somebody said, eh, "Do you know where such and such is?" And I went, "Oh yeah, it's by Polo because I'm a tit." Um, <laughs> but anyway, on the Oxo there was all like stalls and like oh there was a dog competition and lots of bouncy castles and stuff like that. So I was minding our new baby. So I thought, oh, I'll just go on and take him in his pram. And take him round. Not that he's eight weeks old, so he's not big enough to go on a bouncy castle quite yet. But he could have waited while I went on. Um, but anyway, they were deflating the bouncy castle by the time we got there. And I really only took him round the park to see if there was anybody I knew. So I could say to them, look at this baby, isn't he gorgeous? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and nobody was there. So and we missed the dog competition. So we were both like underwhelmed and came home. Yeah. But that was the only jubilee sort of thing I did. I, I, I didn't avoid it on purpose, but I tend not to watch much telly over weekends anyway. I'm always like from at gigs or you know, doing stuff or yeah, shopping I mean, or what. So I never really like bother with telly that much of a weekend. Because it's always shite anyway. Yeah, I mean I saw loads of people commenting on the uh the big party thing they had, but I just I just missed it all and I feel glad for it because I'm not that arsed. I really aren't. But like having said that, even though I'm quite anti-royal, I think if there was a party, I think there was a party on our streets actually, but we were away. I probably would have got involved, you know, just from a social point of view. Just like having yeah, a few bevies I mean, with people. Yeah, a drink for drink at the end of the day. <laughs> 
exactly. You know, if someone's I made had, the punch. I had, I had a Twitter spat with somebody about the Jubilee. Well, about like royalty. Because I don't know what it was. She made some comments about um it was that Michelle Jubilee who was on the apprentice one year. Right. And she made some comments about um something about Liverpool people want to say Liverpool, not England, whatever. And if they want the Republic, then why are they celebrating the Jubilee? And I went, well, I was like, well, the shops are shut for one. So we're going to watch. And also, why shouldn't we? And she was like, so you'll moan about the monarchy, but you'll take four days bank holiday. I went, yeah, I'll take that in lieu of the tax, of the, the part of my tax that went towards paying for Andrew's legal fees or yeah. to pay that girl off. I'll, that can be offset. Yeah. So everybody's four days can be offset off Andrew's legal bill. How about that? And she I think just it's, was like, it's oh, well, have a nice day. And I will tell you too. I will. Yeah, I'll have, and I'll have a nice lie in tomorrow in yeah. lieu of me tax payments for the... Meanwhile, you're there working for GB News. Yeah, yeah. Propagating your right-wing views to people and trying to clickbait people into having a fight with you. Yeah. Or so just ended the thing with like, Great to talk to you, Michelle. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Killer my kindness. Passive aggressive. Oh, that is my mantra me. these days. I can't be bothered with, with, with beef. No. It's it's life's too short, isn't it? And it's not enough bank holidays. Yeah. But um So yeah. yeah, the Jubilee was not for me. However, um I, I remember this is this probably demonstrates my advance in years, but I remember the silver jubilee. And I was well, only about two and a half. What year? Well, how many years was I that? Was 25? In what? How many years was that? Is that 20 years? 25. So it was 1977. Oh. So two and a half. And they had like the Silver Jubilee. And I remember being in nursery and it was a roasting hot day. And this is how health and safety didn't matter in those days. They just filled a massive paddling pool full of water, just lobbed us all in. And that's all I remember from it, but I remember we did it because it was the Jubilee. And you distinctly remember no forms were being filled in before that paddling pool no was? No forms were filled in. No sun cream, despite the fact that it was probably about 75 degrees. It was roasting. Nobody wore sun cream when I was a kid. And by God, we were happier, weren't we? Nobody uh, was asked. My nan used cancer. to get olive oil, because you couldn't buy olive oil in the supermarket in those days, right, like the way you can now. You start to buy it in the chemist, and people used to use it like like you did when you had your block here. They used to, used to use it sparingly. My nan used to go and get a little bottle of olive oil from the chemist and rub it on a body and sunbathe. Yeah, a lot of people do that, don't they? Which is yeah, which is I, weird. That's I'm so still... dangerous. You're basically just cooking yourself like bacon. Yeah, but I, you wonder because there's always these medical and scientific advancements. Like what we think is absolutely the right thing to do at that moment. 10 years later, 20 years later, it's proved to be completely ridiculous. And it's so there's, there's probably loads of things we're doing now. In 20 years, they'll go, I can't believe we used to use Wi-Fi because it it, it changes changed the gender of so many people accidentally. Yeah, and the bees are all dead. And now we've got no plants and why we're all living in hydrogen yeah. <laughs> with, with no with no sex hormones. What became of us? And those Cliff Richard songs, that, that's why none of us have got eyebrows anymore because... <laughs> tone of his voice just yeah. made us lose our facial hair what i noticed on holiday there was quite a lot of people who had the kids in them little victorian bathing costumes you know that go from like 
the neck to the feet, and they just look like they're going to go and swim the channel yeah. for, for charity. And I'm like, bring back the days when kids could just wear a little cosy, get a little bit sunburned. Yeah. I'm all for, I'm all for skin safety and sun safety. But what is it because the ozone layer is different? Is it because the sun's higher? Or is it because we've all just got access to too much information? I think there's a bit of that, isn't there? But all a bit. I prefer it when we didn't know it. We didn't know about it. <laughs> because it's <laughs> well, ignorance. There's something quite nice about ignorance because you just you know what you know, and what you don't know, you're not aware of. Ignorance and then you is can bliss. Get on with your day. Whereas now we've got yeah. too much information and we've got too much choice about everything. And I, do you ever get this when you got like a bit of downtime? You think, right, I'm going to watch the telly. I'm going to watch this. But while you're watching it, you're thinking, oh, I should be watching something else that, that I've saved as well. And then you start watching that. Yeah. All attention spans the two. are absolutely oh. dead. It's awful. You start watching something. Oh, and then you'll go, oh, this isn't as good as I thought it was. I'm going to turn it off because we're so spoiled by choice. Whereas years ago, you go, well, I may as well watch this till the end. Now I'm halfway through. Or, I'm watching something greasy. While it's, and it's I'm not crap. On this. Yeah. And I just keep watching it. And uh, some of my favorite programs, I got me the kids to watch Button Moon the other day. And, uh, it's absolutely bollocks, you know. It's 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 so bad. I remember it being brilliant. Yeah, it was bad. It was cheaply made, and the storylines were always like, I mean, it's never it was never going to be Shakespeare, but come on. <laughs> it was very poor. I tell you uh, what's never aged. It's always been great, and it always will be. Pingu. Oh, that's still good. Pingu yeah. is slapstick comedy at it's, its best. It's timeless. There's it also is. some really great dubbed versions of it on YouTube where someone's like dubbed a scout oh, yeah. over it. And uh, in fact, <laughs> me, someone... me, me God's daughter, we were trying to show her Postman Pat when she was about three. She'd never seen Postman Pat. We were like, oh, you'd love Postman Pat. And, and Rachel pulled out YouTube on her phone. Typed in Postman Pat, but somehow got Oh, was like, it the blue the, version? It was the blue Yorkshire version, and he's going, hey, Pat, you <laughs> fucking bastard. Like, <laughs> and it, it was connected to the Wi-Fi speaker, so it was dead loud. It was, it was That was priceless. Um, Pingu, yeah, Pingu is good. Uh, some of those shows have, like, lasted, but a lot of them are just... Yeah, some of the... Like, Button Moon, I suppose, it's just... You can see the person's hands moving in the background, and, and yeah. you know, a lot of the things are just, like, glued on. And you know just, what else? Remember Moomins? Oh, oh yeah, they, that was quite freaky, was it? It's quite dark, I thought. Like some of the characters were really scary, and the 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 the, the little characters were put in real peril. But you're like, oh my god, they're probably gonna die. <laughs> it was quite it's quite scary. Yeah, but Moom Moom I'll tell you what though, here's one. You'll know this. Fireman Sam. Oh yeah, I remember that one. That Norman's a little twat. Oh, he is, he's horrible. He's never out of trouble. He's always setting things on fire. Isn't there like a rumour that he's Fireman Sam's real son? Well, probably. That's why he gets away with it. Because any other so. kid who did what he did, he'd be, he'd be in a borstal or be an Asbo on him. Yeah, I think that's the subtext, isn't it? The basically... Oh, mother, no, man! Stop <laughs> setting fireworks off at the school! Like, get out, get expelling. Yeah. You know the, those shows at the end where they always have like a clear like moral learning for the for the viewer at the end, and that's mm. why we should never ever go back to a lit firework. Thanks for watching. Yeah, I sometimes tune try in, and get tune in next week when Norman's invited to light the bonfire. What are you asking him for? <laughs>
keep him away. No, that's normal. He's clearly a pyromaniac. The villager burns off. He's got daddy issues. Ponty Pandy. (laughs) Is that in Wales? Yeah. Is it a real place? Yeah. I doubt it. It sounds sounds real. Maybe it is. Yeah. It could be. I, I, I mean, I do enjoy a Welsh town name. I do. I like it when they have the Welsh spelling and the English spelling on the sign when there's really no need. Like, I know, like Flint, and then underneath it'll have the Welsh spelling, which is Flint, but with an extra But even F. like an ambulance, I don't even need that written on the side of the ambulance in English, to be honest. I don't know what a fucking ambulance looks like. <laughs> I know. I know it's not Domino's. Oh, let me tell you. So, you know, um, Cymru is like the the Welsh for Wales, yeah? Yeah. Is it C-Y-M-R-U or something? Cymru. And uh, we, when I was first going out with Mick, <laughs> when I was first going out with Mick, we were going somewhere like, you know, I don't know, like a weekend or a day out or whatever. And you know, when you're on the M53 and it goes, Welcome to Cymru. It doesn't say welcome to in English, but it says you, something about the book. It says Cymru, and he went, Yeah, look, we're in Curham. That's not a place. What are you talking about? That's not even how it's spelled. And even now, we both, every time we go to Wales, we go, oh, we're in Cullum. (laughs) 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 So, I mean, we'll be back in the studio next week, won't we? We will, definitely. And we'll, I mean, I don't know about you, I'm planning on losing about eight stone this week, so I'm going to look amazing. I'm joining Slimmer's World. (laughs) Not this week, because I'll I'll be recuperating from the operation. Um, oh yeah, we got to you got to pass for a week. Yeah, like, we're going to Spain in, in eight weeks. Eight weeks today, we're going to Spain. Oh well, but you've got eight weeks to get beach body ready, Sam. I, I mean, I was Butlins ready, but that doesn't really mean anything because it honestly, it's like I, this is not. I'm not passing judgments, but if you want to feel thin, go to Butlins because I <laughs> felt really thin a lot of the time yeah. I was there. Um, but the reality kicks in that I've got eight weeks to lose weight, so I'm gonna. I mean, I believe in body positivity. But for me, body positivity is feeling thin. And that's just, that's on me. <laughs> I'm not expecting anybody else to feel like that. I am the product of my environment since growing up. So to me, body positivity is feeling thin when you go on Aldi. Unfortunately, right before I went to Tenerife, I got food poisoning. Oh, But like handy. real food poisoning. Not the kinds of food poisoning you lie about to get off work. <laughs> that was all them, all them... 25 years of lies crept up on me and, and I would not wish it on anybody. I was so sick. But oh, I lost it with half a stone the weekend yeah. before I went away and it was amazing. Well, if you can remember what it was you ate, let me know and I'll have a bit of it. I'm when, be when scared I to eat it again. Because <laughs> I was so sick, I wouldn't want to be that sick again. I wouldn't want anybody to. It's horrible. But the outcome was weight loss journey. So Exactly, exactly. And that's, you know, I've just got to it's, and you know, it's the, you know how much I love a quick fix in terms of weight loss. Yeah, just little, little uh, cheat, basically, yeah. and it just you I'm know a little bit of a bug for the long haul. No, patience for the long haul. I just want to look good from a certain angle for a day, and that'll do me. <laughs> and I then just I can want just to be caught on. unawares one day by a camera and not go fucking hell. <laughs> why would someone take a picture of me with that profile? <laughs> one day I want someone to take a picture of me unawares, and I go. God, like Keira Knightley and Love. Oh, I look quite pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my plan anyway, and uh, and I'll, yeah, I'll let well, you know I'm how it's going, going next to, week. Um, 
I'm also going to Spain in longer than eight weeks, probably about. What date do you go to Spain? Something like the 6th of August or something. Right, so I, I'm going in 12 weeks then, because I go on the 8th of September, uh, which by that time I will fully expect to be like wafer thin. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm going to uh, go clothes shopping for my holiday, but I, I don't want to go now because I'm heavier than I want to be. And I don't want to go close to my holiday because then I'll still be the same weight, but depressed about it. I want to go in the middle where I can buy clothes that I don't fit into. As yeah, there's nothing worse than getting to like the night before or when you go into park and going in your wardrobe going, oh, I'll take that, that, that and that and then getting there on all day and going, oh, this, why do you <laughs> me? No. What the fuck? What has happened? Well, yeah. nothing's happened, Sam. That's what's happened. Nothing. You've done nothing. To... What are you expecting? You can't just expect to be thin. You've got to actually do something about it. And I've, the amount of things I've done over the years. I can't you just expect to be thin. But you know the amount of things I've done over the years to try and be thin. I've 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 cut out carbs. I've had like high protein. I've done this, that, intermittent fast. Do you know one thing I've never tried to do? Eat less. Eat less, move more. I've no, I tried. I tried, I tried. I tried juice cleanse, and all it did was give me bad gas. So I just looked all pumped up, like all, all bloated anyway. Sorry so, to share that, everyone. Well, you know it's important to be honest, isn't it? I'm just being honest. That's that's the watchword of the current generation. I'm just indeed, being honest. Indeed. Hey Sam, what else have you been up to while I've been on holiday? Tell the tell the listeners. Uh, I've been on my tour, which continues this week. Actually, if I can give it a little plug. Yeah. Uh, I'm in Liverpool on Wednesday. I am. I in... can't even come because I'll be off my tits on strong. Oh things. shit! Yeah. Um. In fact, there's a really good punchline that you gave me, which is in the show, which you could have watched and gone, "Oh yeah, I gave Sam that." Well, you need to have said that because I, I wouldn't have said it was mine. Well, it was a nice little line you gave me. So you're welcome. It's uh it's much appreciated. And every night when I do it and I get a big laugh, I go, nice one, Kate, under my breath. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then I'm in Bristol Friday, Swindon Saturday. So that's fun. Um other than that, I've just been to Butlands. Oh, I was in London. I was in London a couple of weeks ago doing a gig there. Just been gigging really and then had the holiday. So it's nice to kind of get back home. Have a couple of days. How is London? Do you like London? I like London. Yeah, I like it. We've talked about London. You've got friends there, haven't you? Well, I did, but they've all buggered off now during COVID. A lot of them moved home. Yeah, was none just... of my friends live in London, really. It was just uh, it was too expensive, but but yeah, if you want to come to any of my gigs this week, go to my website, samaverycomedy.com. And also, um, next week, we've pushed back your contouring masterclass to next week when we're in the studio and we've got all the equipment and we can do it properly. But... Oh, yeah. Well, I really hope that um, it deters anybody from doing contouring, <laughs> quite frankly. I'm sure. I'm sure it will, in a good way. But I'm yeah. looking forward to uh, getting stuck into that. Have you got anything to yeah. plug, Kate? Um. No, are you, li- are you live streaming your operation anywhere? Um, oh yeah, you can you can see me um, probably getting out of the car tomorrow afternoon by our. Always Colin, good. Always good here. value. Yeah, you know things are pretty quiet this month because because well since we had the baby I was trying to like cut down a little bit but things are gonna get busy. I'm on in Bootle somewhere on the 25th of June in Top Road Brewery. If anyone nice wants one. to get tickets, there's a really good lineup. It's um, Top Road Brewing. There's me, um, Paul Perry headlining, and Danny Deegan, 
who has been on Britain's Got Talent, hasn't he? Mm. Is that him? No, yeah. he hasn't been on Britain. Has he been on Britain's Got Talent? I didn't. I didn't know he had, but I'm not going to say. No, you knew it was. No, it wasn't. It was. It was Mickey Care. I always get them two mixed uh, up. I don't yeah. know why. They remind me of each other. Um, but yeah, that's on Saturday, June the 25th at 5 30. Top Road Brewing um, in Bootle. It's a brewery that is um, also a venue. So if you go on my Twitter, you can see the link for it. It's a nice early start, that as well. Early start, early finish. I'll be home in time for like, I don't know, some shit that's on ITV, no doubt, <laughs> or Terminator 4 on ITV 4. You know, <laughs> something like that. That's the end of it. It's a perfect night, isn't it? Yeah. That's what makes the world go round. That's why we get into this crazy world we call showbiz as I'm sitting here in my spare room on Zoom recording a podcast. Sometimes you think, should I just like stick to my normal job and not do it? <laughs> but it's like the mafia wants you in, you can never get out again. Yeah, it's dead hard to get in. And then as soon as everyone gets in... Just when I thought is... I was out, they dragged me back in. They pull me back in. Yeah. It does feel like that. I know. But uh, thanks for listening. see the new Top Gun film? No, because I haven't seen the first one. Got no yeah, interest. I'm not going to go and see it because something about Tom Jones gives me Tom Jones. Tom, Tom Jones. Bad ick. I don't if, know what it is. If the second one had Tom Jones in it, I'd definitely go and watch it. That'd I can't be imagine amazing. Tom Jones flying a plane. Uh, I, I wish I knew some of the lines from it to yeah. parody, but I don't. So <laughs> I feel a need. I need for speed. <laughs> and like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I feel the need for speed. <laughs> <clears throat> Thanks for listening, folks. Anyway, we'll be back in uh, the studio next week, so uh, have a good week until then. Have a good week, my loves. And if you can't fix things, fix yourself to be a nicer person. Exactly. Have a word with yourself. Or don't in the minute. Be, a bitch, be a bitch like me. I don't care. Do you do you? And we'll do us. We'll, we'll do us. <laughs> we're still going to try and fix things and help people because that's that's we're just we're down to earth. We're, we're ultimately a scout and a brownie. What we were put on this earth to do, and yeah. we will continue our uh, journey next week. So dib dib dob dob, guys. Doggle doggle diggle diggle, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I may have just used a racial slur there. If I have, I apologise. <laughs> uh, I'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. See ya.